Hi, everyone. Welcome to our new podcast, The Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Duchess. And I'm the Baron. And we'll be talking about all things British royals. We'll have a weekly podcast where we discuss current royal events with a twist. Additionally, we'll go deeply into the history of the royal family and have some fun trivia games. So let's begin. Why did we start this podcast? So, as the Baron, we are a married couple. I know the Duchess should be probably married to the Duke, but it just doesn't flow as well, and it doesn't look as good in the logo. So it's the Duchess and the Baron, but we are a married couple. So um, I always think it's important to have a date night weekly, and this is going to be part of our date night. We will drink some nights more heavily than others, um, but this is the Duchess's passion. Uh, She does, for some reason, like the royals, and I do want to ask you a question, maybe to start, um, why you like the royals so much as an American I am British, I am from England, um, but I, I think it's all about supporting your uh, partner's passions, just as you support my football when you don't come at all in years, or hate when I put football on or the World Cup on, football that's, meaning soccer. Yep, that's soccer. <laughs> so I guess like I know you, you've become more interested about the Royals uh, as we've gone on, and look with the podcast, just as a, a kind of side note, you do listen to a couple of really good podcasts, so you might as well just give them a shout-out, not to that we're trying to replicate, add something different and add a different perspective since we do have an American and a Brit within the relationship. But what are the two that you really habitually listen to week in, week out? Yeah, so the first one is called Keeping Up with the Windsors. So that comes more from a British perspective, which I just think is really nice because we don't know everything that's going on in the UK, so I kind of get my current UK events from them and learn more about what's going on and how it is affected by the royal family. Um, so they're really good. And then my other one is royal, royally obsessed. So they are two American women that talk about the royals. So it's more of like a an American perspective. Um, so it's just good to have those two that I listen to weekly. Nice, nice. Um, so, the uh, you weren't always royally obsessed um, at the beginning of our relationship, and I don't know if it was because you are married to Brit or you have a thing for British men. Um, but the time we actually went on Britannia before we were married on a trip for a couple of weddings. And that was probably one of the only, and also we went to the Tower of London, a few other things, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. as planned. So what is your fascination with the British royal family specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, before I wasn't as interested in them, obviously growing up, you know, in the the US when Princess Diana died. Yeah, so at the beginning, I wasn't as into the royal family. Um, I knew of them, of course, when Princess Diana died, you know, it was a big news all over the world, Um, but I didn't really know anything other than that, I think, and I won't speak for all Americans, but probably a lot of us, (laughs) at the time at least, Um, and I think more with Prince William and Prince Harry, you know, Prince William getting married and having three kids. And then when Prince Harry met Meghan, I think that kind of brought them into the fold more, at least for maybe like my age group and where I was at. Um, 
when all of those events happened. So it just got me more interested. And then I think obviously being married to a Brit, um, whenever we'd go to the UK and just kind of hearing more about the royal family and the impact that they have um, and a lot of conversation around that made me interested. And then that's when I kind of dig did more digging into like Queen Elizabeth II and learned more history about it. And then I just thought it became, it's very interesting and just something we don't have here in America. Yeah. Um, and, and it's interesting because for any time that the Brits do something that you don't agree with, it's like, and we poured your tea into the Boston sink. And it's bizarre because like all Americans are like, oh, we're you know, like USA and pouring tea into oceans and stuff like that. But y'all don't have a royal family, so you love to watch this, and it's almost like a soap for y'all. So it's very hypocritical, because I think y'all would love a royal family. You could have had one, but you decided not. So technically you adopt the British royal family as your, I don't know, estranged family. Yeah, I mean, at the time that we revolted and got our independence, the British family did have a lot more power. So maybe if they didn't have as much influence and power as they did then, maybe we would have stayed. Maybe, maybe. All right, so what we got in store uh, yeah. today? So the first one, our first little game, uh, we are going to describe, I think there's about five, four or five royals with a cocktail. So what cocktail would we describe these royals and why? Okay. So we're just going to go through this list. All right, so you're just going to give me, wait, do I go first? You're going to say, or do you have an idea and we do them one each? Oh, we can both okay, give okay, our, let's both do give it. our okay. idea. Okay. All right, who's first? So the first one, of course, Queen Elizabeth II. What would be the cocktail that you think could represent her? Have you got cocktails already lined up for this? Because I don't, so... Yes, I have my list. Okay, well, I don't want to take yours if I'm just saying, oh, maybe we can agree on it, but you, you go first. What, what have you got for Liz? Okay, yes. So Queen Elizabeth, I have an old-fashioned. Right. Yep. <laughs> well, what? It's, it's traditional. I don't think you can really go wrong with an old-fashioned. It's, like, classic, and, yeah, it's, I think, timeless, like the Queen. Yeah. Um, agreed. Okay. I was going to say an old fashioned as well. However, if I had to say something different, and I don't really know cocktails that well, I'd, I'd say a Moscow mule just because of their ties to the Russian Tsar, mm-hmm. Nicholas, and family, the, the whole Anastasia mm-hmm. myth stuff. So I, I guess to, oh. to, to just mix things up, yeah. I'd, I'll say a, a Moscow mule, but then a mule's like an. Ah, so I don't want that. Okay, how about this? A Moscow mare. Oh, I like it. I like because it. Because she loves horses as well. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. And look, your first little history tidbit from the Brit over here. Thank you. <laughs> okay, should we go to the next one? Mm-hmm. So the next one is King Charles. It's weird saying King Charles. I know. Um. All right, what you got? So I have... An organic red wine. So he is a lot about like sustainability and things like that. Wait, is that a cocktail or a wine? Well, I guess it doesn't have to necessarily be a cocktail. Okay, just, so I guess, just an alcoholic beverage. Okay, this is going to make things a lot easier <laughs> for me. So yeah, and a red wine, you know, I think usually around red wine, 
he does care for his family a lot and stuff. And I think he's a little, he's charismatic as well. He's become more charismatic over time. And then wine also gets better with age. And I feel like since, you know, he was younger and there were events that happened before to now, I think he's grown a lot. And as King, he's done a really good job so far. Okay. Um, well, I don't agree. So I'm going to go for uh, a gas station wine or a petrol <laughs> station wine, something around the five pounds value or um, I guess the equivalent in dollars would be five dollars with the ex- current exchange rate. Um, yeah, no, something that would be really sensitive, uh, quite flat, um, not much characteristics, not good on the taste. So I'll go for a, a, a gas station wine. Wow. Well, we are opposite on that. We will have to circle back to this in one of our later podcasts to see if we both still agree with our choices. It might change over time. I mean, gas station wine's gas station wine, so I don't know unless it's uh, they start investing in uh, kind of wine cellars and gas stations. I don't think it's going to change. All right, who's next? Okay, the queen consort, Camilla. <laughs> queen consort, that's ridiculous. Um, all right, go on, what you got? Okay, so this one I did a martini. So the first one, you know, like martinis, and I'm not saying she's a simple woman, but martinis, you know, are are simple, but I think there could be kind of like a hidden punch in there. Um, and I found out it's reported that King Charles makes a martini. He has one before dinner, like every evening. So, and obviously he likes Camilla a lot. Yeah. Um, so, no, uh, I'm going to go with uh, a bottle of, uh, we call it Glenn's Vodka uh, in the UK. Uh, and, and Glenn's vodka, I don't know what the equivalent is in the US. But Is it, it just vodka? Vodka straight? Yeah, yeah. But no, Gl- Glenn's vodka would be one of those handle, you know, a big handle you could get for £8, $10. So you knew it wasn't good. Like, like paint thinner. So why would you say she's just like a straight, cheap vodka, basically? No, it, it, it's more the association that you would have to drink that whole bottle to be with her (laughs) okay okay sorry it's a little mean (laughs) it's a little mean hey i heard she was you know she was the top of okay all right you know what i'm I'm, I'm trying to be uh a little too uh funny there so i we'll talk about it later and i do feel sorry for her but um yeah i'll commit to my guns A, a, a big handle of glenn's vodka Okay, so you got King Charles as gas station wine and the Queen Consort as a big handle of cheap vodka. I mean, it's a, if you put the two together, it's a cheap date. I guess so, I guess so. All right, Goes hand next? in hand. Okay, so next, we'll see if you still have this line of not as good drinks, is Prince William. Yeah, all right, what you got? So, actually, you go first on this one. So, <laughs> gosh, I was going to make a bold joke. That's not that's not fair. Um, I, I will say, like, um, one of my mates back at home really likes a good Chateau Neuf de Pap. What is it's, that? It's a it's a it's a nice French red from the Bordeaux region. So I, I would say he's he's a good red, a good aged uh, wine. So something. Well, he's not that old. 
No, but I, 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 don't, I don't think it's about the age. I think so. I, when you're talking about the age, you're talking about the quality of the wine. So mm-hmm. ignore the age part, but um, a fine wine would be typically anything from $100, £100 north, right? And I think I'd, I'd use that because even though he's not that old, he has got the age and the experience. And um, when you do think about the royals and how they talk about duty uh, and just how he presents himself, I think, yeah, a fine wine. Okay. I, th- I think a fine wine. So there you go. Yeah. Ch- changing tides. I mean, I think that's good. I think, yeah, he definitely has maturity and stuff compared to maybe some other royals that we'll get into later. Um, so I went into it if i know this correctly he was the hel- he was a helicopter pilot correct yeah he 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 worked um he's like the the equivalent of what your your coast guard would be so it is one of the forces but yeah he was a helicopter pilot so uh, search and rescue okay yes so going along those lines and i also had a hard time with this this cocktail i think could also be for um prince philip because he really liked the aviation, um, but an aviation cocktail, solely because he was a you know a Wait, helicopter like the, pilot. The Ryan Reynolds like aviator gin? Do you mean? Or? No, there's actually an aviation cocktail that I just learned about. So it's made with gin, some liqueur, lemon juice, creme de violet. I don't know if that's how you say it, but yeah, it's an actual cocktail. So it's purple. So maybe we should do a podcast episode with drinking. Each of this chosen drinks. Oh, I don't know if I want gas station wine and cheap vodka. Well, if it's uh, just before payday, you might be getting that. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, aviation. I like that for a cocktail. Okay. who's um, So, what are we on? Number four? Yep. Yes. So, this is the last one. And it is Catherine, Princess of Wales. Kate. Kate Middleton. Yes, okay. yes, but I think now that she is officially Princess of Wales, I think Catherine is the correct name to call her by. Okay, okay. Um, you go first. So this one, I just thought, you know, champagne. She, I think she's very classy, um, and it's sweet, right? But you can also spice it up with, like, orange juice or things like that, um, you know, if you want to spice up the drink. Yeah. Um, any particular bottle of champagne or, or house of champagne? I mean, probably not a gas station champagne. I don't think they do champagne at gas stations. Again, this is like a fictitious gas station that's got kind of good wines and champagne, if you're thinking about it. I've never been to one of those gas stations. Well, in America, you can get like $5 champagne, I'm pretty sure, at the gas station. But this is it. Like, in the U.S., y'all call champagne Prosecco is champagne. Oh, yes, yes. And um, what's the other, like, uh, Carver and what's the Spanish version? Brut. Okay, I, mean, I guess uh, maybe, I don't know which one's which. But yeah, so champagne, obviously, like we, we talked about, you can only have champagne if it's actually from yeah. from the champagne region. But in the UK, we don't we call it like Prosecco. They've actually got Prosecco on tap now. Oh, um, that's nice. But yeah, so if, if it was a bottle or a, a house of champagne maker, which one? I'm not familiar with a lot of champagne makers. But what's so. the one that... That you've always wanted just to get. Oh, and we Dom. Get Dom, there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. She's a Dom. <laughs> <laughs> or a Cristal. Oh, okay. What? For, oh, yeah, so I guess for me. Um, so I would say um, you made a, a cocktail over um, 
uh, this new year is just gone. French 79? French 75. 75. Yep. 75. Glad I didn't say what else I thought it might have been. Um, French 75. So what goes into a French 75? So it is champagne or Prosecco. Yeah. Um, and then simple syrup. And I think it's like a lemon juice. And then you do like a little lemon twist with it. Okay. I mean, that, that was it. That was fabulous. Um, yeah. So I'd say a French 75. Um, she, I know she, she's kind of got like kind of the British rose kind of stereotypical um, princess look about her. I think if William kept his hair, he'd have had that stereotypical Disney Prince Charming look about him. And I guess he had his hair when he met her. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess she was just rolling the dice, whoever he was going to keep it. And the, the shame, and I know not to get into to hair loss here, um, we, we do have a, a, a sponsor, Hymns, um, today. And if you use the coupon, uh, what's the show called? The Duchess and the Baron. You get uh, the first three months three. That's incorrect. Don't put that in. It's not going to do anything. But uh, I do feel the hair loss is worth talking about at some point with him. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a real shame. And I think because of not going on too much of a tangent, but because he is a royal and they are quite structured. Oh, you can't be doing this, and it will come on to my next question. It will be a beautiful segue. Um, is he? He can't have. Um, what you got, like plugs or uh, a hair transplant? Yeah. Like Elton John did or Wayne Rooney? Mm-hmm. Because of that. Now, mm-hmm. he obviously has the money to do it. I'd be like, uh, I was going to drop the F-bomb, but F it. Just just do it. You know, it's it's about yourself and who cares? You know, you... That's not how it works in the royal it's, family, it's, it's though. Not, unfortunately for him. Um, so, I guess with, with that, my segue um, was going to be, I actually have a cocktail person for oh. you that you haven't mentioned. What? So, before we keep going, I do want to say the French 75 also has gin or vodka. Sorry. Oh. I forgot that that was the main difference, just rather than just champagne or Prosecco. Wait, it, it could be either or? No, it has champagne or Prosecco as well as a little bit of gin or vodka. Gin. So, you can use gin or vodka or... Yeah, I think traditionally people use gin, but I do not like gin, so I used vodka. Use vodka. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Sorry to go back to that, but I wanted to make sure oh, it was right. It's important. If people are making the cocktails right now, they want the right ingredients. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, my my royal family member for you is um, Meghan Margle. What's her proper title? Oh. Duchess of... Sussex. Okay. Oh, I don't... Like, so you said gas station wine. For King Charles, like, what's worse than gas station wine and cheap vodka? Uh, grapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is from California, so. No. Um, yeah, I, you know, my bias might come out in this, but probably just a really bad, whatever the worst cocktail is. Okay, and when you say bias, you're, you're just talking about bias of not liking her. Yes, okay. yes. Um, well, I thought you'd have something better than that, um, but I do. So I, I've I actually made a cocktail name. Um, it's called uh, the Prickly Bush, and <laughs> uh, it's a shot. Um, mm. And it's it's a all it is really is just a, a shot. The, the cheapest tequila you can find on the bar, um, especially in the UK because we don't have good tequila. Yeah, and you guys also take your tequila shots with lemon, and that is just wrong. Yeah, I, I mean it's been a long time since I lived there, so. 
um, salt on the rim, like a little shot glass, and, and it is it is horrendous because we just don't import it or yeah. anything from Mexico. Um, so it, it's the, the prickly bush, and it's just the cheapest shot of tequila, the type that will give you a headache when you wake up the next day. And that's so relevant to why I imagine Harry sees the, uh, <laughs> the prickly bush with a headache. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about maybe some sort of tequila, but I think a UK tequila is even better because it's, <laughs> yeah. A UK produced tequila. All right, there you go. Okay. Um, so that's the cocktails. What um, What's next? Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of trivia. And the Baron is going to be answering the questions. I'll be asking them. Um, and this is kind of what inspired this. So I've been reading Elizabeth, an Intimate Portrait by Giles Brandreth. I'm, I'm going I'm to I know. I'm you. so sorry I butchered um, that. That's so American of me. Giles Brandreth. Yes. Giles. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it's a really good book. Um, I'm about like 150 pages in, and that's not even halfway, so... Would you say it is a thicker book with more words than Harry Potter and the Goblet of hmm. Fire? Right, that, that's the right yeah. book, right? The fourth? Yeah, I mean, the the fourth through the eighth, I think, are all... No, fourth through the seventh are all pretty big. They used to use it as a weapon when I was at school. Mm-hmm. It was about the same weight and density as a brick. Anyways... Okay, so let's get into this trivia. So it's just three questions, and we'll see how well the Baron knows. I don't know, British history. So three questions from the book? Um, not necessarily the book, just around, like, Queen Elizabeth. And it doesn't have to actually necessarily be, like, just Queen Elizabeth. Okay, all right. I know that doesn't really help. Okay. Okay, the first one. So... What was Westminster Abbey's first royal wedding since 1382? And this, you can think about this. I'll give you a little hint. It's going to be sometime in the 1900s. So there hadn't been a royal wedding since 1382 in Westminster Abbey. And this is actually from the book. So what couple was that? I'm glad we started easy. (laughs) Um, So so it was saying the 1900s, so I'm guessing... um, Philip and Elizabeth. No. What? Would you like to try again? Uh, I guess. That would be too easy. Well, I, I, I thought it was kind of like a, one of those easy kind of trick questions. Like you overthink it, but it's actually really easy because it's from mm. the book Elizabeth. So I thought it might actually be her. Yeah, but it goes over, you know, when Elizabeth was a child and her parents and grandparents who were also king and queen. Um, okay, so I'm guessing it's, it's her grandparents. No. Her parents. Her <laughs> yes, parents. it's her Bertie, parents. Bertie and uh, <laughs> the, the, the Queen Mother. Yes. So at the time, it was Duke of York and Lady Elizabeth Bowesline, who later became King George VI and Queen, El- Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. Who? Oh, clothesline? What did you say last name was? Bowesline. Bowesline. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. How are you spelling it? B O W E S dash L Y O N. Wait, was do the dash part again after the dash? L Y O N. Bose Lyon. Okay. Bose Lyon. Yeah. I don't know. God. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just butchering it with Elizabeth, being American uh, again. Oh, you know what? Elizabeth clotheslines. <laughs> um, 
It's Queen Elizabeth II. It's a mum. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, didn't get that one. One for one. Okay, so who was the first reigning monarch to visit Australia and New Zealand? Ever. Yes. This, I believe, was also in the book. Uh, um, so, I'm trying to think. When, when we, when the UK sent people there. I, I'm going to go say uh, King George. Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe I'll add a fourth question just to, to give you one, an easy one. Um, what London neighborhood was Queen Elizabeth II born? This is in London. Neighborhood? Yes, what London neighborhood? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm guessing she was at like a Clarence House or somewhere like that. So... Um, Hey, but we don't. I don't think we we don't use the term neighborhood in the UK. It's not like we say, "Oh, what neighborhood did you grow up in?" It's like what town or what. Okay, what area what of postcode. London would that would that be better wording? Um, I'm guessing Chelsea area, um, so probably like south. What would it be south uh, southwest? Mayfair. Mayfair. I mean, that's a street in Monopoly. Is that, that that's not a neighborhood? Is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, okay, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll that one was not from the book, so... Okay, well, I'll have that one. So, okay, mm, not really, two but... Two for two. Okay, I'll give you a fourth one that you should get this right. Did you know any of these? Well, I read them. This is no, what before, I'm learning from the book. Before. No, so that's why oh, these are okay. some of the things that I learned that I thought was interesting. Okay, what are some of Queen Elizabeth II's passions? Now? When she was alive. Oh, I was going to say. Like, what uh, were some of her interests, passions? Uh, well, I know. I, I, okay, I know this. I mean, how many do you want? Uh, just a couple. Um, hunting. Yep, yep. Uh, her corgis. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I won't say that. Um, uh, fine hats and, and haberdasheries. I mean, your two are good. I was also thinking horses. Courses? Horses. Horses. Yeah, because oh, she sh- loved her horses. Yeah, of course she did. But yeah. it's okay. Yeah, like racehorses. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that well, one. I was going to say riding, but yeah, you're right. And like kind of racehorses was... Yeah. yeah, so you got 25%. You got one out of four. Oh, right. I was going to say two out of three isn't... Uh, oh, <laughs> 25%. Um, yeah. All right, okay, well... Uh, Maybe next week we'll do better. Okay. I believe in you. All right, well, maybe... Okay, I'm fine. I was going to say, I, I don't even have one on the top of my head, but... Okay. Okay, so the next topic that we're going to go over, um, and I think this one, the Baron's probably going to be doing more of the explaining because it is a little history lesson. Um, so basically, we were looking back at what has happened. We're... F- we're recording this on January 6th, so if there was another event that's happened in royal history on January 6th, um, Baron, would you like to say what that is? No, I, I have no idea <laughs> what it is, but I, I'm guessing I, I know about it. Yes, definitely. So, um, let's see. On January 6th, 1066, 
Harold Godwinson, also called King Harold II, was the last crowned Anglo-Saxon English king. Well, how about that? Yeah, and I know you, I when I first brought it up to you earlier, you actually oh, okay. knew, a, knew a little bit about him. So why don't you tell our listeners what you know? Well, it's quite a sad story. So he was, what, did you say he was crowned on January 6th, 1066? Yes. Okay, so... His reign lasted, I'm guessing, less, well less than a year. So it says that he died October 14th, 1066. Okay, so just just a little over 10 months. Yeah. So he got royally effed, um, I think. How so? So um, William the Conqueror, the Normans, came over, and that's where you started to really have... And William the Conqueror is part of the current royal line. They're descended from William the Conqueror. Is he? Well, I oh no, I was asking. Is, well, I was asking that as a question. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I guess if if anybody's listening this early on in the podcast, they could write in. I guess we won't give them our mailing address, but I guess we have an email. What what's uh, what is the email? It is Dutch and Baron at gmail dot com. But Dutch, not like the not like the people from the Netherlands. Dutch is in D U C H. Yes, and sure. Dutch and Baron. Yep. At gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. So I do know, I mean, when William the Conqueror came in, um, the, the, the kind of the biggest reason that they did well was horses. So the, the English army at the time didn't didn't have horses. Okay. Um, they, they weren't, they were just kind of foot soldiers. So th- back, back then, you're talking the Dark Ages. So Roman Empire kind of coming to an end um, and just not, not a happy time to really be around. So, uh, William the Conqueror, well, before we get into William the Conqueror, the, the sad aspect of it was he was fighting up in the north. So, York, also, okay. probably then, and, and we're talking in the same time period just before he died. So, he went up north to fight, I don't North know, England? North England. So, okay. so York, or what used to be Jorvik, kind of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So, you come into, I think, the end of the Viking era around this time, or Anglo, kind of Saxon, Vikings, all that piece. Um, that influence on the UK was coming to an end. Um, so what, just just under a thousand, uh, just over a thousand years ago. Um, so he was fighting in York and um, defeated that mm-hmm. army. I, I, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it, don't know if it would be Vikings or, or what it would be. But anyway, because his, his name sounds like it's Viking anyway. So then he had to march, walk all the way from York to London. Now, on a train, you can do it in about three and a half hours, and that's a, a fast train, not really kind of stopping anywhere. Um, in a car, six hours. Mm-hmm. So if you're walking, and if you got on your Google Maps and you thought you'd walk, it's it's a good amount of that's time. Far. Yeah. So he he was going back to uh, London, mm-hmm. um, and then Hastings is, is on the coast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Lord of the Rings like, oh, the beacons are lit, yeah. and all this. So they had the beacons. So they saw the Normans come off, mm-hmm. or William the Conqueror, and came onto the beach. And uh, because they had horses, they had a real tactical advantage. But um, the sad story was, so his men been fighting, probably a bit depleted, obviously exhausted, got here, mm-hmm. and he died with an arrow through the eye. Oh, my gosh. That is a horrible way. So pretty brutal. No, so ten, yeah. ten months as a king, I'd be like, no, you're all right. I'll I'll leave it to somebody else. 
Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the, the French reign or the, the Norman reign, because France wasn't known as a, a whole country at that point. It was mm-hmm. very much like Brittany, Normandy and stuff. So William the Conqueror came from Normandy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when the English language really started to change. So oh. we have like kind of old English, um, you know, old with an E and things like that. Ye old pub or pub with an E, so ye old pube. Um, all that stuff started to change. So words like uh, knife mm-hmm. came from the French language and the English language, which we speak today, was heavily influenced. Oh, is that where all the S's came from? Is that like is that is that like a, a slang? Is that like a, a nasty thing to call French people? What do you mean <laughs> S's? And you know, like so in the U.S. for like recognize, we use a Z. And no, I just think y'all are difficult. Uh, I don't know why you use Z's and a Z's because um, it's a Z sound. No, it's like I can't think of anything except for knife off the top of my head because I remember when I was like a child learning about it. But there's a you know a lot of that French. Um, language came in gotcha okay and going back to william so today is the day he was coronated yes in 1066 yes all right i don't want to do the math on that but um, yes Mm -hmm. like nearly just just under a thousand years ago yeah crazy and william the conqueror or queen elizabeth ii and obviously king charles are direct descendants of william the conqueror oh look i was right that's incredible. So that's that's where the line starts. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh wait. Well, I guess we'll have to do the day, October. What did you say? It was it fourteenth or something? Yeah, it was. Let me find it again. It was in October. So technically, their line starts just under a thousand years ago, mm-hmm. which is pretty ridiculous. That's crazy. October fourteenth, ten sixty six. He was forty four. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Okay, well, still got ten years to uh, do something with my <laughs> life. <laughs> okay, so that's a little history fact for this episode. Um, I think that was a good one to start off with. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I know a bit sad, but well, I mean, if if you look, I mean, it's the start of the the current line that's that's yeah, quite ridiculous, and we didn't plan that. So we didn't. Um, I, I guess all the next ones are going to be a disappointment after this. <laughs> um, all right, so what do, you, what do you want to talk about now? Yeah, so next we'll talk about a little bit more about what's currently going on with the royal family. Um, a little bit more about the leaks from Harry's memoir, Spare. Oh. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to go over, I guess, some of the biggest leaks so far. I know it comes out, you know, today it's Friday, January 6th. Uh, it comes out, I believe, Tuesday. So these are the leaks that have come out so far. So we're just going to chat a little bit about them. So they're saying leaks. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think. So, so how does this work? They, they give, um, I guess, like news reporting agencies, like a copy of the, a copy of the book, because you said it's coming mm-hmm. out Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So I, what they'll probably do is they give them a copy of the book and say, or do they just give them excerpts saying that this is going to be something that you probably want to talk about? No. So as far as I understand it. Um, some people were given copies of the book previously. And then I think I read that also there was a like bookstore or a store that accidentally started like selling, quote unquote, selling the books. I don't know. That's what I read. I don't know if that's true, but reported. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really think, oh, like it just got randomly leaked, but whatever. That's how it goes, I guess. 
I don't know. It's like a trailer. It like is. That, that's how I see it. And it's almost like I look at this and think, um, I'm trying to think, like any, I don't know, I like Matt Wolfberg. He's not a good example. But I guess like some of Will Ferrell's latest movies, you'll see like the trailer think, oh, that looks hilarious, that part. And then you realise that you've just seen the funniest parts yeah. of the movie in the trailer. Yeah. That's my concern with this. Yeah, because that's what they did for the Netflix documentary. The Netflix documentary, you know, when it had the um, previews or trailer, like. What did it say? It kind of had like a lot of like the big moments. I mean. Well, well, I didn't see any big moments in the whole yeah, I mean, series, so. Yeah, it was very. I don't know, I guess dull compared to what's coming out of Spare, right? Right. But Which they had to they say something. To you know, they couldn't give it all out there, but. Oh, they didn't give anything. Um, <laughs> it was six hours of just watching them in their nice home complain about their whole life. but That was a nice home. Yeah, it's beautiful, but, you know. Yeah, just, tough, tough living. Tough it lives. is, it is. God bless them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So. That, that one tickled you, didn't it? <laughs> um, Have some more wine. Yeah. This is a different wine. You're drinking Pinot. This is Chardonnay. Okay. Do you want me to dilute it with some water just to make it long, no, last you, longer? You might try and put some gas station wine in there. True. Uh, we can pause it. No? Okay, keep on rallying. Okay, so we are going to go through some of, I guess, the big, the big topics that came out. And I've added another one because I know earlier you mentioned – about Prince William's balding, and Harry actually made a remark about that in his book, which I thought was a low blow, but we'll get to that later, later on. So the first one was the report, and all of this, like, I'm not going to say any of this is, like, fact. You know, this is one side of the story, so I'll probably just say these are... Um, claims. Rep- claims, claims, yeah, because, yeah, they're claims. So the first one, and I think the biggest one that got everyone's attention on social media, was that William knocked him to the floor. So Harry claims that his brother grabbed his collar, ripped his necklace, and knocked him on the floor. Um, And this was because William was describing Meghan as difficult, rude, and abrasive. And I think that might be because of, you know, reports of how she's treated the staff. I don't know. Um, but that's what I've read. So what do you think about this? Um, I think I saw a tweet about this, um, maybe a little harsh, but if I was a man and, you know, I was in this altercation and got my necklace ripped off, I don't know if I would admit that, you know? Wait, this is a tweet or is this you? No, it was a tweet, but I agree with the tweet where he was basically... Because it's a necklace? Yeah, so he was saying basically like, this may be like male toxic masculinity or something, but if, you know, I got in a fight and my necklace got ripped off, like I'd probably just take that to the grave with me. Cause, well, and it's probably a very American thing, right? You know, you don't want to say like, oh, I'm in a fight and my necklace got ripped off. I mean, you say that. I mean, like the actual word necklace, the lace <laughs> aspect gives it more of the feminine undertones. But if you think about... I mean, you know, your dad wears a, a necklace, but it's not like a, a gold. It's like a chain. It's, not gold. it's a chain. Well, that's the difference. It's like a chain. A gold like if you chain. say chain, chain, it's like oh, and it broke my chain. <laughs> that sounds different than necklace. Yeah. So I think and my chain broke. Everyone's like, oh man, that must have been tough. You must have been pissed. Yeah. Right. That that's that's different. So I think it's just. I I, I saw the tweet. It's funny, but 
um, I think that's the difference because necklaces or chains have meaning. Like uh, I don't know what the um, I don't know a few people in the UK or, or just in general they have like a Saint what is it like Saint Christopher kind mm-hmm. of uh, kind of necklace, and then there's oh she like this family stuff that people have. So I think if it has sentimental meaning, then yeah, you, you'd put it. And, and with any of this, it's in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. You take all the context outside of it, and it just and this is what they want. You know, yeah, is just oh, to, exactly to to kind of give um, a little bit of like hysteria, like ooh. And it, so anything to take context, you, you can put each way, and it's just then um, speculation, which what we're doing. But um, I, I think, look, the, the bigger piece of it is that they're in a physical altercation. Now, I know they say, oh, brothers fight and stuff, but these guys are in the, the 30s, if not, I don't know, is William 40 by this point? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So the, 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 the older dudes, and I think that's something that, yeah, brothers, siblings argue, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Is is? I'm not saying that Williams not rightly to to be upset. Do you know? So um, when yeah. we watch uh, F1, right, Formula mm-hmm. One uh, race road, they call something uh, a racing incident, mm-hmm. where it's just like, yeah, it's not really anybody's fault. Let's just crack on, and we're not going to penalize anybody. That that's how I see this. This is a, a, a racing incident, a, 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 a brotherly incident that don't put blame on anything. Um, excuse me, that was a, the Chardonnay come back up. The it's just like yeah, you've brought somebody that I think I think I read people quite well. Mm-hmm. And again, not to go on a tangent, I know you have a bias to, to against Meghan Markle. Um, hey, I liked her at first, but every time an American comes into the royal family, they just make us look bad. Did, did when did you stop liking? Because I know my mom said that you look like her. Oh yeah. Um, I do not look like her, but um, I don't know. I think it was, you know, I liked her at the wedding, and then I think when, and I know it's reports, but when there's, like, so many reports that, you know, how she treats her staff, and she just seems very kind of, I don't know, um, guns ablazing going in there, like, being like, oh, I kind of, you know, want my way on certain things. They're just or just kind of demands um, and not having the respect because I think, when you come into a family like the royal family, you know, you, you have to come into it with respect. And if you want to make change, that's fine. But you can't come in and basically, like, demanding and kind of doing it how you want. Um, and, yeah, and I just don't think she had – it's it's the respect and then it's a tradition, right? Um, and I think she's really naive going into it. Uh, one thing, kind of based on this, so going back to the Elizabeth book that I was – that I'm reading um, that I actually didn't know about. So in the Netflix – series she claims like oh there's no like pamphlet or there's no one there to kind of hold your hand to learn all this stuff about being royal right so in the book it claims that um the queen actually was going to let uh sophie the countess of wessex kind of help her with this kind of stuff right you know how to be royal learning how to curtsy all these things and and she actually turned it down so i mean like this is it. You you will never know if that's true or not. No, we but, only get one side. So I think that, um, and and the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up and it is a little bit of a tangent. I think, um, I think Meghan Markle's calculated, um, and I think 
her intentions may have been somewhat good, but also somewhat uh, for herself. And what were you looking at? I mean, like if you're if you know that, look, this this guy is interested in you, and he's um, he's, he's a British royalty, and his mother was Princess Diana, who kind of changed uh, a lot of perception and, and did a lot of good but it was all authentic it was all genuine um, and you can see that in with how she was when she went to africa and you know mm-hmm. um you know all just holding hands with people that had aids like back in you know the, the 80s and early 90s that was very taboo against like, people just won't do that obviously there's no health risks of doing it but that, that's what everything was and i think that she kind of thought oh I, I can do that too but you you know when somebody breaks that frontier you've got to do something different and you mm-hmm. can't just replicate it and i just don't think it ever came off authentic enough but i'm, I'm sure she wanted to do good and for people to like it but you, you're also talking about somebody that was um the deal or no deal crop top girl yes and i think against that like you know what people do what they need to do to get into the career like that there's, that's there's no shame in that um but it, it, it's miles apart and, and mm-hmm. i think i i don't i didn't see enough of her doing this or taking interest in this, and um, this—it's all about authenticity and credibility. Now, and I'm going to bring an F1 again here. And uh, Lewis Hamilton, one of my favorite all-time drivers, he—he's like a, a big activist um, for LGBT plus, uh, for for black rights, and, and making sure that there's more diversity in sports. He—he's been a big profile for for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Only in the last three years has he started making statements and trying to push for this. He's, he'd been a world champion a long, long time before that. I remember, mm-hmm. like, um, when I was back at college, he won his, his or university, he won his first championship. He never said a, a, a mm-hmm. beat about it. So mm-hmm. it's the authenticity aspect mm-hmm. of it. And that's what I challenge about Megan is how much is it really about that you want to to do change for the good mm-hmm. or is it about your own public status and, and people's perception of you and that's why i think the credibility piece and the authenticity goes away so i can understand with william getting yeah uh, because mm-hmm. if, if, if it, and i can imagine it's true like with the staff um just all of a sudden thinking that you're better than somebody mm-hmm. is i i can see it i can see yeah. it from the, the netflix um docuseries that she she has that uh, uh knack of maybe doing that so um like, like i said racing incident i god i'm so surprised he didn't slap him around the face or uh <laughs> break his jaw because it's a duty right yeah. you're supposed to be brothers it's a family stuff like you're it's not their choice they probably didn't want to be in this They've, yeah you know you know that that's the whole thing like queen elizabeth I think with the crown that the, the show it always stuff that you're stuck in this yeah i yeah. wouldn't i don't want to be a royal i don't oh. want to be that life yeah. so um, no wonder he's pissed. So yeah, I mean, it, it's people want to read about that. Yeah, but there's no going back now. Yeah, so. I mean, people want to read about it, but like, it's also one sided, right? And there's things like, like he d- he just states that he knocked him to the floor. What was happening before that? What was your conversation about? Like, I don't know. If you're gonna come out with something like this, like, give all the details and take some accountability. That's the biggest problem I have. These two do not take any accountability. They literally are like. Everything is everyone else's fault. I was just a victim. And it's like, uh, no, just take a little bit of accountability. And I honestly think more people would probably see your side or at least, you know, sympathize with you. But if you're kind of given like one-sided stories without the full story and not taking accountability, like, 
It's just, I don't know. I just think it's, you know, not classy. Yeah, not not classy, San Diego. All right, what's the, what's the next thing that came out? Okay, so the next one was um, Prince William and Prince Harry urged Charles not to marry Camilla. Um, so I think for this one, and this is where I think maybe Prince Harry, I know he grew up, you know, as a prince and stuff. Maybe he doesn't have a grasp of, like, some of these things, like, ordinary families go through, right? If you have a divorced parent and neither of our, you know, parents are still together. So so we've kind of right. gone through some of this, right? I think it's natural for, you know, the children to maybe be, like, urge not to marry that other person. And obviously, depending on the situation. But the problem I have is I think Prince Harry... I don't know. This is a thing that I think happens with all different families. I don't think it's specific. It's not like, oh, I'm royal and this only happens because I'm royal or something like that. Yeah, I'd be interested to know the context on this one. Um, It can't be. I know there's a a public opinion piece and almost uh, the British public feel like, and this is going to sound really bad, but like the British public own the royal family. Mm -hmm. And in the sense, um, because they pay for the royal family in large parts, there is a certain truth about that, mm-hmm. but you know they're born into it, so they didn't have a choice. So there's it, it kind of swings around about on that side, but I, I think I I don't want to see more of the context on this because, um, you know, come on, boys, it's like he was almost it was almost like an arranged marriage. I'm not saying that arranged marriages don't work because there is a lot of good success with that, but uh, and I think if you look almost with um, Philip and Lizzie. Mm-hmm. They, they work through it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a sense of like that. And, and that's I th- what we were at a wedding um, back in October. And, you know, when they do the kind of countdown for how long you've been married. And the last one, they said, oh, and, and it was an Indian couple. So th- it was an arranged marriage. Um, and they said, uh, you know, it's you've got to be flexible and you've got to adapt to when you change and you've got to work through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I think that's, and again, a lot, a lot of my knowledge is now going to come from the crown. Um that that seems what it would be with the relationship. Obviously, that didn't happen with Diana, and uh, I don't think they were ever a match. And also, uh, Charles, like I said, uh, did, wait, did I say Charles was gas station wine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like sensitive, you know. It, it, so, but I, I think with the boys, I, I'd want to know more about the context to, to why, because I do feel sorry for Camilla Parker yeah. Bowles as well. I mean, like she she gets a raw raw deal in this for her whole bloody life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it said I think. Um, over fear, she would be a wicked stepmother. I'm, I don't know. I, she's never come across as a bad person. Yeah. You know, you don't know. I mean, she's never. There's no reports of her doing anything vindictive. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what her and Charles did was not right, but it doesn't make her like a bad, you know, the worst person. No, on the I mean, I, I said it's not right in what in, in in kind of public opinion because they're married. But then again, if if it's more of like a for an artificial marriage and imagine i mean look i don't i don't know enough about it i'm not i'm not saying it's right but um well and you also have to think you know they're the head or they're head of the church of england so i think that comes into it as well right that that is a sin yeah and look so look i i I grew up in protestant church of england Uh, i'm I'm not religious Uh, i'm atheist now but i think it's a good way to live and i think you're right if they're supposed to set the tone of a uh, what a, a good family unit looks like. M- maybe that's it. But okay, so I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd want more context on that. What was um, what was the next big one? 
So this one was that William and Kate encouraged him to wear this Nazi uniform that he did um, for Halloween one year. I um, so wait. What, do, you, do you know the year of when he did it? Um, I can find out. I've got. I've got a feeling it was maybe like two thousand. Two thousand five. Okay. So it was a fancy dress party. What? What did it say? Where it was? Not in this article. Okay. So two thousand five. Uh, how old is he now? Twenty. Oh, so he's twenty when he's doing this. Or I can let me double check on that. Well, I mean, I mean that kind of adds up, right? Two thousand five. So, um, what use it now? Twenty-three, <laughs> so eighteen years. So you've been what thirty? Is he thirty-eight now? Yeah, in tw- two thousand five. That's when. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, rightly so, takes a, a lot of backlash. I, do you know when when it says, "Oh, enough times gone by until you can make a joke"? I don't think you can ever do that with oh. with. It's just never gonna be done when it becomes to to nazi because it, no. it's the the way that when you read through nazi history it's almost like fiction when you read it because you think this this shit can't be real like yeah. this yeah. is like i'm not like you know how did people let this happen like it it, it should kind of be a lesson but i i think it's more of what it, it stood for that you wear you wear the swash sticker and I mean, the swastika has changed its meaning. Like, it didn't always used to mean that until the, the Nazi party changed mm-hmm. it, but it, it's now meaning. You can never don it and oh, think. Yeah. So I, I think, like, as a 20, like, for men, I don't think you really start maturing until about the age of 27. Like, men do stupid crap all the time. I mean, just go, but then why can't he just own up to it and say, hey, I was well, that's young not, and that's stupid. Not an ex- that's not an excuse. Instead, he's saying, no, oh, William and Kate told me. Nah, like, it, it's, it's that accountability piece. Again, like, just just say, hey, it was really wrong and I'm really sorry. Like, why? Like, this is a thing I don't get. Well, it, no, it's not kind of saying that the male gender is stupid as an excuse. It's like, but stu- there's limits of male stupidity. And a lot of it might come when it's so intoxicated. But I, um, nah, it, you're right. He just... Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be interested again. Context: yeah. What what did they say to encourage it? They say, "Oh, it'd be funny." I mean, there's. I'm not going to get no righteous, but it's like no. It, even as a 20 year old, and also like they have people around them. It seems like the institution. <laughs> How do you let that happen? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Especially with their ties to yeah Germany. Um, all right, before the next episode, let's just take a little um, uh, wine refill break and we'll be right back. Okay. All right, the wine has been refilled. Um, what excerpt is next? Yeah, so this next one, um, personally, I am a bit offended. Not like personally for me, but I do see, I think, Kate's side. Um, and I think it's because I've been pregnant twice um, and had hormones and things like that. But this one is basically that Meghan Markle upset Kate Middleton by accusing her of having baby brain because of her hormones, which, as we know, like, Kate had three really difficult pregnancies. Um, so, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's had three really difficult pregnancies. I think she's had to, you know, go to the hospital or get, you know, certain, like, like treatment. Like during? During her pregnancies, yeah. They've all been, like, really difficult. Um and I just think, like, I don't know, as a pregnant woman, for someone to say that to you, I would just be like, excuse me. <laughs> had um, had Megan 
had a child by this point? Or been no. So, so this was before her their wedding. So um, I think before there was reports that, like, Megan made Kate cry um, before the wedding. And then remember she went on Oprah and she was like, the opposites happened. She actually made me cry. And then now this comes out, and I guess – Meghan Markle was reprimanded after by someone in the institution that was basically saying, like, you're not close enough to your, you know, future sister-in-law to be talking oh, wait, about so, her so hormones. So she wasn't to marry to Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, y- you're not close enough to talk about her hormones, and this isn't how it's done in the royal family. I mean, royal family or not, if someone had said that to me, I, I would so have what, been like... So what was she saying, baby brain too? Um, so, I think, so... What the report was, was that Kate was getting a bit upset about, it was about something about the flower girl dresses and the timing. Yeah. Something to do with the tights. Yeah. And the timing of of things before the wedding for like the rehearsal and stuff. Okay. So, so, um, I, I think I know what baby brain is like Mm -hmm. in terms of kind of just, just not all with it because of your, your, um, pregnancy hormones. So basically saying, you're not thinking straight because you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And I've definitely, you know, I've had two kids. I've been pregnant twice. I've definitely had baby brain, and I recognize that. But if someone else ever told me that, I would be like, yeah, it's basically like, you know, when you've been pregnant or maybe recently after you've had your kids, like, I don't know, it can be anything. Like, it's just baby brain. Like, oh, maybe you just, like, forgot about something that you usually, like, always, like, no, or, or just, like, little things, like, here and there that usually you're, like, very on top of, but, you know, just with okay. everything that your body's going through, your hormones and everything like that, you know, just affects you. Does so, that make sense? Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've, I've never said that to you, but I, I, I also know when things don't usually seem as normal or kind of, like, your usual self. So, kind of, so, I, I guess... So baby brain itself saying it, it sound doesn't sound that the the phonetics, the, the words of baby brain doesn't sound bad. But to somebody that hasn't experienced, it, it's it, it's almost like with anything, if, if you haven't experienced anything, something that was tough on somebody, you, you're going to take a slight to it. And, and even I reckon when people read it and say baby brain, I was like, oh, what the, what the hell does that matter? It's how why is that bad? But unless I'm guessing you've been through it and you know that something chemically isn't sitting right or you just like, why am I doing this? It, it's a triggering, it's a trigger. Is that what it is? No, I mean, I just don't think you'd ever say that to a pregnant lady but do you, or anything like that. do you like think that? if somebody hasn't been pregnant that they can't appreciate the value of, or at the time she hadn't been pregnant, do you think people, she won't understand, and I'm not to, this isn't, yeah, to defend um, it because I, I, I no I no you I, know what I mean like yeah. it's like is 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 it um is it a, just a, a poor choice of phrasing uh is it is it Megan's was it Megan's frustrated her like because I I remember you with your wedding like and and seeing other uh, women hey get I had a pregnant bridesmaid and I what, would not say anything like that to no, her no no I don't know that <laughs> but I mean like during the so you've got somebody stressed about their wedding yeah in a probably the most ridiculous type of weddings that because i mean prior to that there'd been will and kate's so and then prior to that like really people that they they cared about was charles and diana 
So you've got this. This. I mean, there there had been other royal couples, yeah, but yeah. But, you know, but I mean, yes. Fergie and Andrew, they didn't really give it. So, I mean, something that would come across like you know, like even in the UK, they were big deals, or in the US, they were big deals. So you've got a yeah. gulf in time between landmark weddings and and Harry because he was the most popular royal at the time with Meghan. So putting it in her shoes, she's probably really stressed because it's a wedding. Kate's pregnant with or just just she was pregnant with louis. louis yeah and then she's like okay i'm frustrated with you because and she was almost this like is supposed to be my day and you're saying you're gonna put in your input and i don't want your input right now and excuse me you must be just saying that because you have baby brain because of your hormones no i mean as a but, woman but you know, right so that's you should be I'm, smarter like and and okay, she's not is that like right so that so if you if you so as a, a fellow female who hasn't been pregnant, she should still be very well aware. Oh yeah, because that, that is a triggering thing to say. Yeah, because that that is like you know by that point she she has had her menstrual cycle and things like that, and obviously your hormones are affected by that as well. And you know that's not really something y- you talk about, right? Um, and then I think as a woman, you just know things are heightened. I don't like. I just. Okay, let's say roles were reversed. If Kate would have said that to Megan, that would 100% be in their Netflix documentary. Beyond Spare, she would be like, oh my gosh, how dare she? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't, like, I, I just feel like, you know, she, she's a smart like, woman. She, she, so, Megan should have known better, that's yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. Regardless if she's been pregnant or not? Yes. Okay. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, when I've had friends that were pregnant... And, you know, they talked about their baby brain. I was like, okay, you're talking to me about it. I'm just going to listen. So, so women talk about yeah. having baby brain in, like saying it as, oh, I had baby brain about this. So it's, yeah. it's a commonly known. Yeah. Okay. I, I, at least in the U.S., I, I think, you know. Um, but, yeah, but when friends would talk to me about it, especially before I was pregnant, I would just listen. I, and I would never say anything about it if, ever. Like I'd be like, yep, okay, whatever's going on, like that is – what you're going through. Um, and I think Megan should have just been, I don't know, like more understanding of like Kate, um, like she was almost, she was like eight, nine pre- months pregnant. I think eight months maybe. She was like very heavily pregnant. So I don't know, just, I don't know. I think she could have handled that better. And then instead of coming out and saying, oh, I was offended that I was reprimanded, maybe. Sorry, I was just moving your phone. It was wobbling. Like you, you, you knock in it. It's good. Oh, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm still here. Are you hearing that wobbling? Is it the wine? The wine's wobbling. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, well, sorry. So, all right, okay, okay. So, fair enough. So, I, I just wanted to make sure that, like, that was it just because she hadn't had that experience no, before? No. Okay, so she should have known better. Yeah, I mean, okay. she's a smart woman, and and then and I and I think how she should have handled it. Wait, is so, so Harry said this but this is in harry's book so so why is this, he saying it well this is what harry claims in the book that she said that this is what happened that megan said she had baby brain that megan accused kate of having baby brain because of her hormones but this is a this is a negative to megan but he didn't think it at the time yeah so basically megan was reprimanded by someone in the oh, institution so that she shouldn't have been reprimanded for saying yeah, oh, yeah, okay, and then okay. and then that's what made her upset, right? So in Oprah, she was like, 
Kate actually made me cry. And it, it was like, you know, if you say that and then that person's upset, maybe just apologize. Maybe apologize for once. Apologies, I think, can go a long way. But um, they don't do that. So, so okay. yes. So, yes. I, right, know, I know as a male, you probably don't understand no, as much. I mean, I mean like, I've, I've, I've seen it, right? So I can appreciate it. But um, I think like... Uh, woman to woman, it's it's a little bit different. Right? Yeah, going through it is, is completely different. And yeah, and I think, you know, Megan's had two kids now, so maybe when he's reporting this in his memoir, I don't know, if, I feel like maybe her perspective would have changed a memoir, little bit. French word from William the Conqueror. <laughs> Anything O-I-R at the end, that that's all French. Okay, thank you. Memoir. <laughs> memoir. But yeah. I don't know. That was the one that I that I was a bit like. Mm. Is after? I mean, how many excerpts have we gone through? Is there anything left of the book after this? Uh, well, we have two more to go through. Um, but he, he, is it? But that, that's, that's what, what I'm mean. saying. Is it yeah. Like a trailer. Like, have we just read the book? Yeah. That, I mean, these seem like they're going to be the most like explosive ones. Um, but Tuesday, we'll see what else comes out. I hope there's some. I'm not going to. I I refuse to buy it. I will just follow everything on social media and find all the tidbits there. But yes. So the next one, so going a little bit um, different direction, and we watched, was it Sky News we were watching this morning, kind of more about this tidbit, or was it? Yeah, yeah, it's probably, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So this about. one is that he said that he killed 25 people in Afghanistan. Um, so I know what we watched this morning, it was a bit controversial just because of the nature of you know, being in the military, you don't really speak about that. And I know I've seen claims and reports now that the British family are getting, like, threats from the Taliban on Twitter and, and things like that. So, but what are your thoughts? I mean, um, well, no, what are your thoughts first? I, I'm asking you first. Okay, okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Because mine's going to be a little bit different in, in terms of how I, I perceive this. Um, for a few reasons. When Harry was in Afghanistan, um, you know, the royals have always been in, in military or in service, right? I think it, that, and that's been something in, in duty. In, in the UK, people don't give the same respect of service or uh, than they do in the US. And I think that's a real shame. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the, the respect, but also the respect that, you know, when you are in the service in the UK, you probably don't wear it with the same esteem as you do in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Fight for freedom, fight for a cause, whatever it may be, fighting for your country. Um, I, I think in the UK, really generalizing here, but there's some aspects is I, I, I don't know what else I'm going to do. Um, and that's, I don't know, maybe that's the same in the US, I don't know. But at least the same, there's not the same respect in the UK. So if you've got a royal who's deemed to be, you know, top of the top, coming in and putting their life on the line. It, it really means something. Yeah. And then one thing that I really liked about Harry at the time was um, he was livid when one of the newspapers basically said, mm-hmm. Harry's out in Afghanistan. And what came out was that he they'd put his whole battalion in danger. So he, he said that, which is interesting now that he's coming out with this because he knows that the Taliban, mm-hmm. as of nearly just nearly a year ago has taken control back of Afghanistan so they've got a haven to mm-hmm. to to have terrorist attacks and so on um so I, for, for me there was there's so much respect I, I've, I've never been in the military I've never had service I think like living in the US just see so much more respect 
and like any any basketball, baseball, sporting game, you go, you have everybody stands for the national anthem, everybody um, claps if there's there's people that have, and, and it's almost it's emotional, like kind of seeing the people mm-hmm. have served. Like even when we've gone uh, to certain stores and you've had you know past service people serve you and you, you want to thank them for because they tell mm-hmm. you the story like jeez mm-hmm. were you thinking about your mortality like kind of what you doing and especially when you have kids you're like like you do anything to protect your children so i think we, we've harry on that like william you know like, like we talked about was a, a helicopter pilot for like the, like the coast guard um so harry was you know really kind of there was an aspect of defending his nation and mm-hmm. the US. So that was all the positive side. So if if I was looking at what what I'd be interested in in reading the book as from my perspective, I, I'd want to know about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's interesting that he's talking about it. So what he says about the the twenty five kills and and basically how you um, calculate the kills and and things like this. It, it, apparently, he saw them as chess pieces. Not that mm-hmm. it was anything that was. Uh, like he was proud of, but in a war zone. And again, I can't appreciate it, so I don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. And I know that there was uh, a general at the time that kind of spoke against saying that. Mm-hmm. And I think for the security yeah. of Harry, which is a completely misguided step for them allowed to put him in that book. Um, but at the time, like, I, I think if you don't see that, that, that they're your enemy, I, I think it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it is still a human being at the end. But you, when I imagine when you're in that, you've got to be focused on the mission and think about nothing else. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, you, you may you may think about it. But yeah. um, so I, I, I think it's, I, I don't think it's necessarily he he's talking about his experience, but he's not being advised right. I mean, the, the editor, PR, whatever. Mm-hmm. It like you said, it's um. It's a talk. It's a, a talking point, right? It's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna create stuff. The twenty five. I mean, twenty. Like, if if he's, if you think about it on the human level, that you've taken twenty five of human lives. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not the same, but you talk about. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say. But you, but you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a huge loss of life. It's a huge yeah. loss of life, and I'm sure a lot of the people that he killed didn't have. Uh, Either they're brainwashed or they didn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where you just never want to put your family at risk. Oh, yeah. You just want to. So that seems misguided. So I think there's there's two parts here. I'd be really interested to read about his experience yeah. there as a royal mm-hmm. and, and how proud he was of it. Yeah. Um, but, excuse me, at the same time, deeply, deeply misguided. And if that Twitter stuff is true, that he's become a target. I don't know how much... Yeah. truth there is behind it yeah. in terms of like I, I think I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be top of that list but I'm sure he's jumped up a few pages because like 25 is, is yeah. not a small number yeah no I completely agree with you um yeah I think it's interesting um obviously thank him for his service and I know he was you know it was unfortunate that it got leaked and he had to come back I know he was very upset about that understandably um, but yeah, I just, I guess I wish maybe someone would have been there to guide him and maybe recount his experiences, but maybe do it in a way where it, you know, at the end of the day, it's safe for him and his family. Um, cause I, I, I didn't even think about that point until we saw, saw that this morning. So I, I think, I think that's the thing like with, 
you know, extremists. There was, uh, I think it was a French cartoonist um, and, and Family Guy and South Park all did the, the both renditions of this. Basically doing a cartoon of um, the, 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 the Muslim God, right? And uh, put him in a kind of comedic sense. And that, that, that artist was, was murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the, there's truth behind yeah. it. Like that you why why poke that? Just kind of leave it yeah. alone. Like yep. there's, there's yeah. no need for it. Like that stuff can come back and get I, you. I, I, we know mili- people that've been in the military and have, have served in tours in Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff like that. And then some do not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and yep. fair enough. So it's like, is this again? Probably saying, "Hey, Harry, you need, you need to tell us about what happened there. You need to give us something juicy because yeah. we're giving you what? What was the figure? Twenty million? Oh, it was like forty 20 million or thirty or something. But I think it's from four bucks, right? So this is the first of four. So, so it's like they, they probably wanted something juicy. So, yeah, that, that, that's my perspective. But and in, that's a really interesting one, and that's what yeah. I'd, I'd like to see what happens out of that. Yep, agreed. Okay, so the last one, and I just added this because you were talking about Prince William's balding. Um, so Prince Harry calls Prince William's baldness alarming in advance, and he says his resemblance to Mom Diana is fading. Um, I just think this is kind of a bit of a low blow. Um, I don't know. Prince Harry's also balding. It's nothing in their control. And I, and you know, I, I know people that are bald that can be very sensitive about it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bit mean. Um, and then his comment about his resemblance to his mom, Diana's fading. It's just like, I guess, what is the intention behind saying those things? Um, and I think I, I, I've, I've told you this, Baron, before, but in some of the things that he's saying, you know, and with his mom and kind of like how he's having her appear in this, like, in, in the, in the Netflix documentary and stuff. It's almost like he's like a dog that's just like peeing on his mom and is just like, oh, this is my mom, like only my mom, like I look like her and, you know, like her, you know, she's in, in, in the documentary, right? Her picture's in the nursery, like, you know, things like that where it's like, it's also William's mom. Um, he probably dealt with the grief and kind of everything like that a little different than Harry, which everyone does deal with it differently. But, I mean, I'm just kind of, like, I don't know. I just don't get from these remarks, like, what is his intention here? Because I just feel like it's just kind of mean. <laughs> Again, look, you've got these editors, and, and there's no return from any of this, right? I think he, the, the, the Oprah one was probably there's no return anyway um, at that point. Uh, I think prior to Oprah, they, they could have probably reconciled. And, and again, like, there's always two sides of the story. I just don't think Harry and Meghan have necessarily told theirs too well. Um so this is the stuff like again, it's um what's the word? It's uh not warmongering. But it, it's like tabloids trying to sell papers. It's it's, it's it's the thing that he hates about the press. Right, and so there's, and there's then a he's lot doing of the same thing. So the, the only thing that I'd say is um what he has two two children now, two kids. Yes. If he's seeing it as I know there's no way going back, um I just want to provide my family and I know we need security and I know that's the thing that they talk about and there is a standard of living, I, and I, not like I'm saying, I, I get it, but everything's relative. When you start out um, after high school or as a graduate, you, you're struggling. Like, you, you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And then as you get a little bit older, 
things get a little bit better and you probably can't mm-hmm. imagine going back to that that small dingy apartment in London living with six other people. You can't do it. So when you have kids, I can think him, I just need to make sure I do what's best for my family. And if it's, not that I agree with it, but if it is giving pieces of my history and just saying goodbye to my family, I'm, he might have already been done with his family and this is why he doesn't mind. Yeah. And there are other people that support Meghan and Harry. Right? That's just sad. It, it, it is. It is really sad. Um, the, the bonus stuff, it is like, um, it's a text. So look, I, I just, as you were talking about, I did, I did have a quick look about bonus. And I, I joked about hymns. You know, me and my uh, colleagues talk about it and kind of hair loss and things like that. So by the time of 30, or by the age of 30, how many men show stages of boarding as a percentage? 30. All right, not bad guess, 25. Hmm. By the age of 50, how many? 50? 50. <laughs> Have you read this? All right. Um, 60. 60. 75. 66. Oh, okay. So, look, I mean, I think, so, one in two men by the age of 50 you know, signs are born. I don't know what it's like in a completely bald. I mean, for for William, just just shave the whole bloody thing off. You look yeah. better. But he also he has a softer face. Like a Jason Statham yeah. can, can suit well, baldness. Yeah. There's certain men that suit baldness. Um, he, he wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and his whole family doesn't because they've got softer features. Yeah. Um, but, but doesn't baldness come from, you inherit it from your mother's side anyways, correct? That is. I don't know. I mean, look, look it, it's an insecurity piece, right? Yeah. It's insecure, like that can be making the joke. It's an insecurity piece, thinking, "Geez, if I lost my hair, I'd, I'd, I'd look." Right, I'm so already tired, and we don't have a prenups, uh, so I'm good. I can get fat and bald, <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it's an insecurity piece. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's a bit unnecessary, but you know, if if that's so what's going to sell, low blow. yeah, that, yeah, and I think all of these have been a bit low blow, but um, I that one, I was like, okay, like, come on. Um, poor guy. But those are all of our um, leaks, or at least the top ones. There's obviously other it's leaks. Just, you know, it comes across as a little bit of a bitch. What, who, Prince Harry? Yeah, just like saying stuff like that. It, it's almost what you expect from, um, what was it, was it Mean Girl's main uh, character called? Like who Rachel McAdams played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Regina George. Yeah, so it's a bit of a Regina George kind of comment, like, Oh, his looks are fading. He's bored. God, starting to not resemble our mother as much. Yeah, which I think in one of the articles I read, there was a picture of like what they look now, and then Princess Diana. And I thought Prince William still had a big resemblance to Princess Diana, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm not seeing the same thing Prince Harry is. So. So, yeah, but we will see. So next week, if there are more leaks that come out, we'll probably talk about those. Fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep this podcast going for a little bit longer. All right. Yeah. Um, so our last topic, um, we're just going to talk about 2023 royal events um, and then some of our predictions. So. All right. What's, uh, what's on the calendar? Yeah. So the first one is King Charles Coronation, which is on May 6th. Um, at Westminster Abbey. So this is the first coronation in, what, 70 years? Because Queen Elizabeth was the last one. So um, 
I don't know. I think most, a lot of people, right, haven't haven't been through a coronation, haven't seen it. Do you know? Do they televise this? No, I think Is it's all. A- I think it's all radio. <laughs> okay, so we can listen to it. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like, yeah, of course it's. Yeah, it's televised. And it's, I think- it's like uh, I, I don't even know if the, 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 there may even be like a. Well, May 6th, there might even be a bank holiday. Oh, well, you know... Is there so, a national holiday or something well, in the UK? so... And I it's got to be, right? Th- th- they'll have the day off. Well, yeah, I'm sure they will. But uh, another fact that I know some people have touched on, it's also the birthday of Archie. Which, obviously, I think they're mutually exclusive. I don't think <laughs> the coronation was set because... Oh, it's like zero fucks given on that yeah. one. From, like, if you're the coronation... Like, right, but... Uh, of course, that has to be a fact, you know, put out there, right? Oh, what's going to be the, oh, the wait, thing? Wait, so, so wait, how, did, how did you know about that? I read about it. In which, in what, like, is in a pro... Articles. Kind of? No, no, like, people were just like, oh, it's also the birthday of Archie. Um, and some people were like, oh, you know, obviously it goes back and forth. Oh, was that on purpose? No, I don't think a whole coronation, right, which right. is more of a religious well, it's a, it's event, a right? It's a mo- well, I mean, it's not religious, but. It is. is it? In a sense, no. it is, right? He, he, well, I guess because he yeah, he's the head of the Church of England, Church right? Of, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you yeah, should I, I, know I this. No, no, I know, I know that, but it's not like. But yeah, and and it's been reported that Meghan well, and Harry and them I, have been I, One invited. thing that I will say that, that so we watched the um, the King's first speech, um, and he did. I, I think he did a really good job because something like the UK is historically is very very Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Catholic, and then obviously you have to have the eighth was Protestant and Catholic. So it was just, uh, I mean, Christianity. Like how how many denominations you want? Like just. Make him up as we go along, but the the thing is, like, I think he did a really good job because that is not the makeup of the UK anymore. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's the UK is, um, and I think why like, the UK and the US has a really good relationship is because we do have lots of different cultures, and that kind of mm-hmm. makes what what the UK is, and especially when it comes to sport. That's when I see it. you look at the English soccer team or the, uh, I mean, football team, and then if you look at the um, when we go to the Olympics, I mean, Mo Farah, mm-hmm. right? You know, one of our uh, kind of greatest all-time Olympic gold medalists. It, it's, he did really well at just saying, I am head of the English church, but whatever faith you are. Yeah. And he, he said something that I thought was really good. Even if you are, do not have a faith, you know, at Christmas, it's a time for family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really important because it is kind of, coming with the times and they always kind of yeah. get it in the in the ear about you know you have to be representative and and in the u.s like you know more people are less religious and and we used to watch silicon valley when it was on and in tech which we we, we may dabble in they, they you know if somebody comes out as religious it's actually seen as a bad thing yeah. or like if you're openly religious like how dare <laughs> you we were in a science field and so it's like I, I think he did really well with that, and that's when when you talked about and and you know my my gas station wine and and, and yeah. might, might change. Um, he did a good job with that, and yeah. I think he, like you said, it's, it might be a religious event, but he he's definitely he's trying to be inclusive it about it. Yeah, good, and yeah. I and I think you know I think King Charles is trying to be more progressive, um, maybe not as progressive as Harry well, maybe it has wants to, to be, it but has to yeah, if he but wants he has to, to stay on the throne. Yeah, because you've got like you know the. The, the public opinion was, well, skip him. Yeah. His book 
if Harris is spare, his would be skip. <laughs> yeah. Shout copyright. Mm. Okay, yes. Um, so I would love to get your thoughts on this, though, since you're Brett. Um, from the podcast Keeping Up with the Windsors, um, they live in the, the UK, the two women that um, host it. And one thing that they always say in, in most of their podcast episodes is there is a cost of living crisis in the UK. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on like cost of living crisis, coronation. Coronation is usually very grand and big, right? But obviously if your whole country is in a cost of living crisis, you need to have it, you know, grand, not maybe not grand sword, but you need to have it, you know, be Just a royal event. The, uh... But... You also need to be mindful that, you know, of, of, of this crisis. <laughs> so like, two things come to mind. Um, one, uh, in, in Game of Thrones, um, I, I can't remember what wedding it was. And, and basically saying, you know, people are, people are poor and, and, and all this. And like, and then probably Tyrion Lannister. No, actually, no, no. It was Tyrion Lannister, you know, people poor. Let's, let's kind of, excuse me, let, let's kind of, why are we paying for this ridiculous wedding? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the people want to have a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a key. Like, well, I think did it, I think it happened even with the Queen's coronation. I right, think right, yeah, was it a... was. Um, what was, I can't remember what the bloody term is, but um, after the, the two thousand and eight, two thousand nine kind of crash that with the Lehman Brothers and all that austerity, mm-hmm. you're kind of close to austerity measures. So I think yes, the distraction. But not everybody's a royalist, right? I think mm-hmm. there's more people at the yeah. moment than are that it kind of peaks and troughs, right? Um, so I think as, as a distraction, I just think it needs to be um, considerate of that. So it's yeah. not going to be this huge kind of ex- lavish. It, yeah. It's going to be fitting for, okay, it's a coronation, but look, people are struggling. Yeah. We're, we're fighting a war in, mm-hmm. in, in the, you know, the, you, you know, we talk about this quite a lot. And so why does EU not do more to kind of fight? Why is it the Americans? And, and we, we kind of, we talk offline about that. But, you know, France, Germany have now committed to kind of sending more stuff. Mm-hmm. So you've got to think, well, where do you put this? Where does it fit in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. You know, the, your, your public, your sovereign over these are struggling. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll find the, the, the happy medium of, Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's not going to be done at, like a Vegas <laughs> chapel, right? With just turn up in the ripped jeans and stuff. I, I think they'll get it right. Yeah, I think they'll no, get it right. I wait, wait, wait. That. I say it's not. It's not a bloody wedding. Um, but you know what I mean. Like, but it is a royal event. So like, the, it the is a big to, royal event. The cost is going to be security. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what? How many years was it? Seventy years. Well, since 70. the Queen's been. So the, the, this is, and, and you said like most people haven't. It, yeah, I mean, it'll definitely be the, my first coronation in my life but that you I will like see. Two to five percent of the whole population, global population, yeah, will have seen a coronation. And I think, like, look, when ah, um, oh crap, we're probably going over time here. Uh, we are going to tangents, but we can save some stuff of it. Um, the, with the Queen, people knew nothing else. Yeah, and it is a, it is a shift with the King, and um, it is, it is, and and obviously. With all the Diana stuff and, and and that, I think at least from an American standpoint, um, he he was not and probably still is not the favorite, especially compared to the Queen and uh, or yeah, the Queen and William. Yeah, 
So, uh, so sorry, what was your question? No, you answered it. It, w- it was just, what are your thoughts on how they will handle the coronation? Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll get it right. They'll yeah. get it right. And just a thing after that, I hope that Harry and Meghan will not go because I do not want the focus to be on them rather than the coronation. So, so what, what do you think? Do you think they are going to be invited or not? It's been reported that they've been invited, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's true. What's uh, your bold prediction? Wait, is this, are we on that stage of this? Or we? Not yet, but, oh, but, but okay. I mean, we can, no, my bold prediction. Um, no, I think King Charles obviously doesn't want to see his boys fight. Um, I think from his perspective, he'll, even though Harry's kind of just taken a whatever at everyone in the royal family, I, I think King Charles will still be forgiving and, and open to that. Cause I mean, it's a sunrise at the end of the day. Um, so I, they probably still will be invited. Um, but I hope that they're just smarter than they are seeming to be. And they just decide because, because yeah, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, it shouldn't be about them because, because that's what it'll be, right? The headlines will be like, oh, Harry and Meghan at the coronation and whatever like that, where it should be about, you know, the king, um, at his coronation. I think it was the same thing with Queen Elizabeth. I know Meghan didn't go, but, with Harry there, you know, a lot of things were about like Harry and William and well, Elizabeth didn't go to the uh, the funeral. Sorry, no, I, sorry. I mean, Meg, Meg, no, no, I said oh, that. I said it. Megan, Megan didn't go to the, the Elizabeth's funeral. Did she? No, I no, no. I'm asking you. I don't know. I don't think she did. No, she didn't. Because she she said there was something to do with the kids, right? Wait, let me double check. I yeah, should I mean, definitely know this. That that sounds right. Look, so she I, wasn't I, there when she died. Oh, she, okay, no, she, okay, she wasn't there when she died. Oh, yes, remember, she was at the funeral because she's the only one that cried and wiped her tears. Um, oh, sorry yeah. about that. Yes, yeah, but she wasn't there when she died. But you know what I mean? Then stories came out ra- about them rather than, like, res- you know, about the yeah, funeral yeah. and the queen. Um, so. Look, I, I think um, Charles is in a difficult spot. It'll be interesting to see, because there isn't any of these excerpts that seem to be attacking Charles except for the one where he said, Oh, we don't even know if you mind. Kind of joke. Yeah, he did that. And then, well, he also called him a spare from birth. That's what he says. But yeah, I mean, I think on King Charles, like, it's been relatively easy. So that you, you can't, like, if, if you want to have a relationship with your son and, um, you know, you just, you, if you have children, like, you, you think about that, that's only, only, unimaginable to, to, to be like that, that, especially, yeah. especially when, when, because I, I was young. Like you just you just can't imagine it. Like I'm, I'm sure they might, you know, they'll, they'll have shit moments where they just uh, pisses off the whole time when they get older. But like at, at that time, like you you always want to be close. So whatever they do, even if it seems misguided, you, you want them there. So I I think they'll be um, invited. My prediction is that or at least Harry will be invited. At least Harry. I think Harry will, and then it's like. Then history just repeats itself. They don't want what was it, Simpson? Wallace Samson? Simpson. Wallace Simpson, yeah. At divorcee. Okay, so let's get to the next one because I know we're we're running out of time. Um, so trooping of the color that, to my understanding, marks the monarch's official birthday, which the King Charles is on June seventeenth. So I didn't know this changed based on the monarch and their birthday. Did you know that? No. No. Okay. Do you know more about trooping of the color? Yeah, I mean, it's the uh, the beef eaters, right? The, uh, the the soldiers that yeah that kind of they, they change the flag. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fuck, maybe. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you know more about this. Than no, I no, do. but that's the thing. I don't. I don't like like. Um, it it sounds familiar, but I, I think like you know some people are real royalists. I, I I'm not. I I, I think. Uh, I, I I like that we have a royal family in the UK. It's like it's, when you think about it, a thousand years of a same family line. It, in a way, it's archaic, but at the same time, it's kind of. It's nice that there's a tradition yeah, that somebody. And I'm sure, like all the, you know, very outspoken. Oh, and yeah, and this is what it led to in all these other countries and all that. I mean, like, sure, but like it, it is. It, it just see it as extraordinary. Yeah, good or bad, it's extraordinary. And like, not as in it's like. I oh, think this it's is a symbol. Like, it's extraordinary. Like, yeah. That that. That that's what I mean. Like, take take away all the the, the good and the bad. These people are born into it. And if you're mm-hmm. born into anything and you don't really have a choice, it's, it's kind of an entrapment piece. So, like, it, it, it's interesting to to think about. Um, but so I'm not royalist, but it's interesting. I'll talk about it. So I don't know that there's a lot when yeah. you when you like when we talk outside of this or why we're doing this. I, I don't know. You you know more than me because you actually take a vested interest. Well, we would love to hear others' thoughts on tripping of the color then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next one is going to be the first anniversary of the Queen's death on September 8th. So I think that will be oh, emotional, of course. And then it's also the first anniversary of the King's ascension, right? So kind of two parts there, but I don't know. Do do they do something special in the UK for these kind of anniversaries? I mean, well, I guess before it was the King's death. Yeah, I know. I mean, um and we're talking, like you said, it wasn't 70 years ago. How, how long did she have to wait until she got coronated? Was it two years? Between the ascension and the coronation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, usually, usually it's... Well, no, hers was, ex- remember Churchill was saying it. Because mm-hmm. I saw that from the crown. No. But we have to recognize that the was, crown is an all fact. No, but no, this was, though. Yeah. Like, if the dates and stuff, that, that's yeah. not fictional. Like, And it was something to do with maybe the uh, the general election and his, yeah. his stuff. So, um I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it will be mentioned. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Um, does the UK do things like, I don't know, do they do... Maybe I, lower the flag at half-mast, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Do they do memorials or anything like that? I, I, I know you can go to where they're buried at Windsor Castle, correct? Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, but with, with but anything, do they like, do any when, statues? It's just like with anything. When, when a big event happens... Um, that's my that's maybe a poor comparison. JFK. Right, the assassination of JFK. I'm sure the first few years afterwards was marked. And now how many years later? Sixty years. Um I mean I don't think that's a good comparison. She was the queen for seventy years, but Nah, that's that's what I mean. I I, I don't think of a good comp but w- with anything. Yeah. Like it it, it, it loses its over time and it's not like you won't mark death, you just remember the individual continuously mm. so um I don't, I don't know if that's a big i, I think it will maybe for this this one i'm sure they'll probably get yeah i mean it's the first year right probably megan and harry will announce yeah. a pregnancy at the same date <laughs> well what who, who did she did she do that beatrice or eugenie's wedding that's that's where she announced anyways um so yeah so that will be i think emotional and i don't know all all, all the feels in that one um so on november 11th well, just everybody will say it's like oh has it been a year already <laughs> That, that's that, that's what most people no, say. Wait. Yeah, I mean, time goes by fast now, especially when you get older. 
Um, so November 11th is Remembrance Day. Can you give us Americans more of an explanation? What what what's Remembrance Day? Oh, I, f- I feel this is one for another one. I feel like when we get closer to that, we'll okay. do an episode because it's like. But I know the royals definitely give their respect. It's it's, uh, very, very important. It's like um, Veterans Memorial Day all all rolled into one. Yeah. Um, And it's it's something that, you know, I'll I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, Like having a grandfather that that fought in the Second World War. Mm -hmm. Did we we see it in real, with the poppies at uh, the Tower of London or was that after? We were there when we saw the poppies, right? Yeah. They did it in all the glass yeah. So so that that's that's um that's remembrance Sunday. I didn't know that. Yeah, well we will talk about it more then when it gets closer. Um and then the last one, obviously the Christmas speech um of the king. I think he did a good job in his first one this last year. So So, so that's it. That there's, so there's not many landmark pe- I mean those are the biggest of, one what? as of what's been kind of announced. I know I know the other one was like a the royal ascot. Um Yeah, royal ascot's cool. Yeah. I didn't add that to the list. But that is another one. Um, but these were just, I guess, the big ones All that right. I thought we should talk about. Um, cool, cool. Any predictions from you? This is the last thing. Um, predictions for, for I, I guess... 2023. I can make one. I think we're not done with the Meghan and Harry soap opera, and I think there will definitely be more stuff coming from them. Um, <laughs> they'll, uh, they'll lose the titles. That's my prediction. They'll lose oh. the titles. And, uh, like, there's there's no going back. So they're, they're going to lose the titles. I mean, I um, think she at least should. They'll lose the titles maybe uh, after the coronation. Okay. Do you think... Um, so he has said in one of, like, the interview trailers, it was for, like, ITV or 60 Minutes, one of those, he was saying that he wants his brother and father back. Um, I think that'll happen. No, no, no. I, um, I, I think that there's always going to be a piece where, not his brother. Oh yeah, not his I, brother. I that, think that's he's, gone. Yeah, that's gone. With a father, there's always um, the father's always going to be open. You just you never want Yeah, you you don't want to lose your child. Yeah. So so I think there'll always be that that it will still be his son. Um, but his bro- will's gone. Yeah, with everything that's going on, you know, with the claims from Harry and Meghan, do you think there'll be anything towards the British press that will happen, or do you think it'll just kind of be as it always has? But do you think all of them saying all of this, anything's actually going to happen? What do you mean? Um, you know, as far as the British press and the institution's relationship and kind of all of that, or if the British oh, press oh, will God. back off, or, or any of that stuff that they always talk about. Well, I, I think... The between Will and Kate, you know that that relationship, they understand it. Whether it's good or bad, it's not going to change. It's it's like it's um it's part of the contract, the agreement, mm-hmm. right? The, the the born into, you give us a little bit of this, and and even I think what we we saw, I mean, we saw so many bloody documentaries, <laughs> but the, the the one with Diana and she's up in the Alps somewhere, uh-huh. and she says. Um, uh. Like I, I told you to, you know, this is our family time. Just, just leave us alone. Is that your Diana accent? It's just my aristocracy accent. Um, well, I'm like right, so her saying that, so, you know, just, just we're here on yeah. a holiday. Just can you, can you just give us? Some they space? got their and photos. Like, just, they need to so, stop. Yeah, that's what she said. She said you've got your photos. Just going to say. I said, well, I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, well, I said, can we just take a quick one here and we'll leave you alone? It's like, 
And that that's kind of part of the, that that yeah. thing that that contract that expectation because the way that the paparazzi is seeing it is, um, we pay for you for taxes. Mm-hmm. So and you know I don't I don't think it's it's right. But then again, if you didn't have that the the born into it, and that's always the thing that I'm going to say. So um, no, I don't think it's going to change anything. In fact, I think it's just going to strengthen the relationship with. And this is why they're not, they're not going to release anything mm-hmm. from the the the, the, um, the palace isn't going to release anything because yep. they just know they just read it they they look yeah. at the stats there's data available now I mean, it's like when you look at White House polls and all yeah. that stuff and they've always got the screens with what's trending they have the same in the palace now yeah. and it's like basically we we need to do nothing and just somebody needs to say oh I I hear they're saddened. Yeah, no, I no, I agree with that. I mean, I think some people were saying the palace should, you know, the institution should say something, and I was, and I mean, I disagree with that because if they do say something, I don't know, it's just gonna be a soap opera. If he said, she said, no one's ever gonna know it's actually true, right? So, I mean, that just makes the royal family not look well. So, if they don't say anything, it's just gonna look as if the two are just disgruntled. Yeah, they people. won't. They, they won't say anything. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um. What what predictions do you have about the other royals? Um, uh, more, more crap will come out um, from Andrew at some point <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah. He, he's probably happy that this is all kind of like taking oh, life, but there'll, yeah. there'll be more crap that will come out about him. Um, and look, that th- this whole year is going to be about this because I think. Um, Megan and Harry, this this of the year where they kind of they stir things, and then Megan they I, got the momentum this yeah. year. So they, I reckon they'll divorce. Not this year. Not not anytime not this soon. Year, not but any, yeah. any, no, my bold bold prediction. <laughs> I'll put it within a ten. Uh, hell, I'll, I'll say five year time frame. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, uh, five year time frame. They'll divorce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you don't want any like you know you don't wish any anything like that upon anyone. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, I think I don't. I don't think I think it will be just untenable. Yeah, and I think there'll be. I think right now he won't see it, but in time, it's. The, that, I mean, that will... the thing is, like you know, the stuff they're saying about the royal family—that's all they really have. Eventually, like they'll run out of things to say. They'll like then then what then what are they going to do? Like then what do they? Ha- what do they have? Right. And there, then there I, and I think she'll... Yeah, there isn't. And there's not going to be that things where they're meeting with them, so there's not going to be any um, events that they can say, well, this happened. It's it's, it's done. Like, they've, yeah. this is it. And I think um, one of two things, like I said, they're either divorced or they will just disappear. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was... Which uh, is really, it's really, really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, no, it is. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you just want... Because they have kids involved, right? So... That's the sad part. But anyways, um, any other bold predictions? So Prince George does turn 10. Jeez. I know. Crazy. Like, I can't believe it's been 10 years. And I think Prince Louis is, is he five or turning five or something? I, I, I don't like, enough attention. Yeah. But 10. I know. That's crazy. I, th- I mean, I think the thing that you've got to look at it then is in, so. you know, what's going to happen. Like in six years, he'll be a teenager. who will yeah. probably have good looks. And then they'll be saying... Oh, the the future king. Who's he going to marry? And there'll be a spin off on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like ten. I I know with Prince Harry and Prince William, they were in the spotlight a lot at a very young age. I, I think you know with Prince George and Charlotte and Louis, 
they haven't been as much. Yeah. Obviously, I, yeah. I, I think when the royal family wants them to be, then, you know, they are. But I, I don't think they really are. Well, so. well Louis is going to be the Harry, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, but, I mean, uh, you can't you can't use the spare card. I, I don't know what it's called when there's two. I mean, is it two spares? I don't know. A flush. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Right yeah, flush. so maybe we'll see more <laughs> from them. Um, other than that, I don't know. I, I think everyone else in the family will just kind of go along as, as as it's been. Well, look, we'll, we'll take a deep dive into some of the other family members and kind of uh, my... Uh, knowledge of them, especially like Zara Phillips and kind of her um, not stereotypical kind of relationship of who she married, mm-hmm. my Tyndall and stuff like that. But um, I think that's a wrap yep, for the it first is. episode. And we're not, these, usually they're not going to be this long, are they? No, no, I just think. Well, I, I guess know. Like it sets the tone and um, you'll get a little bit of an insight into what our relationship is and how uh, my wife. The, the Duchess, um, God, I nearly said your name. Though. I know. Uh, really knows a lot about this, and, and my knowledge. Well, is I just feel like in this episode, I was like, oh, like I, I, I got baby brain, and just. No, oh, you can't say that. I, I went, I went blank, and I was like, I, I would know this, but no, podcast first podcast jitters. Um, but yeah, look. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what else we're talking, about. and also because it's going to be topical, there'll be there'll be stuff that comes up. But I'm guessing. Um, we're not going to say there's a limit of how long we talk. It's just uh, don't don't turn off after like the first five minutes because there's going to be some solid dad jokes later on. Um, so we'll be back next week. It's going to be aired every Monday. Yep, every right? Monday. Yeah, sure. And then we'll obviously have episodes if something big happens. Emergency or what they'd call privy council meetings. Oh, well, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about what that means later. Yeah, the Americans right. don't know. Okay, toodle okay. pip.